You know, I'm damn near into season two and I still haven't recorded an intro, so here goes nothing. Hey everyone, my name's Carly Shaner and this is my podcast, P.S. Keep It 100. And on this podcast, we talk about anything of the spirit. And I'm talking about the spirit of God, the spirits you drink, the spirits in your house, any spirit will do. Nothing's off limits. I try to maintain grace and keep my opinion and my ego out of it, but I will tell you that things get crazy. A lot of what I speak of is not scripted, it's a straight channel, but just to give you guys a glimpse of what you're about to be embarking into. I love Jesus and I love tarot cards and I'm here to bring both together so that we may know and learn the true motives behind our ancient spiritual teaching and guidance based off of the moon, zodiac, the Bible, whatever. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it at your own pace. I'm just glad that you're here. I just want to keep it 100. So thank you for joining me. Hi everyone. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to season two. Um, My name is Carly Shaner and the title of my podcast is P.S. Keep It 100. And today's episode is episode 12. It is the first episode of the second season and I am so excited to be bringing you guys this content. I have worked very hard over the past couple weeks to get the majority of it typed up and starting to record everything and also all the editing and all the all the things, you know, and it's just been really, it's been the one thing I think that's kept me sane through all the shit that's going on in the world right now. So, Welcome to my podcast. My name's Carly Shaner, and this is P.S. Keep It 100. And on today's episode, we talk about rumors. Rumors. Episode 12 is entitled Rumors. Fuck what you heard, okay? Seriously, fuck what you heard. I want you to think of the version of you at every stage of life. And I want you to think of how many people you have encountered in your life. Think of the guy at the gas station you encountered on one of the worst days that you've had. How did you act? I personally have the potential to act a fool. I know this about myself. I have made a lot of amends and a lot of apologies in my lifetime because of my behavior and my actions. And because of that, I believe that first impressions are shit and second ones typically are too. So I want to get right into a meditation with you guys. These next couple episodes, they're short, they're to the point, and I'm just not fucking around anymore. We're getting straight to business, okay? So we're going to go into meditation. Now, if you're driving or working, obviously, don't stop what you're doing and close your eyes unless like, you know, maybe you can pull over or maybe you work for like Google where they have those nap pods and they encourage their employees to like relax and take five. I don't know if they still do that. I know they did for a long time and I thought it was pretty cool, but we're going to do a meditation. So if you are able to get into a space where you're comfortable If you're not, I'm not like a sit and meditate kind of girl. I put 
headphones in and usually listen to podcasts and just clean or do whatever I'm doing. So I'm not opposed to either one, but you do what you feel is comfortable. And if you need to pause this and come back to it to when you have a more quiet time, that's cool too. So do you want to learn how to bend time? Do you want to learn how to bend time? I'm going to show you how. Think of one of the most traumatic, horrific moments of your earlier years. It could be any time between when you formed your first memory up until yesterday, or maybe even five minutes ago. Maybe your most traumatic, horrific moment was five minutes ago. I don't know. So childhood into, you know, anything that happened before right now. Pick whatever fucked up scene you want. Okay, it's your life, your moment, your memory, and I will share mine at the end of the meditation. Think of it. Okay, envision it. Go back to that moment in time to where you were standing, what you were wearing, what was going on, who was near you, who you were looking at, what was going on. When you received that traumatic, horrifying news or you were put in that moment in time where you were experiencing it, go back to that moment. Envision it, embody it, feel it. It feels like shit, I know. Trust me, I know. It feels like shit. And you probably feel like shit thinking about it. I understand completely. I am a product of lots of trauma. But what I need you to do is take that fucking shit-ass feeling you feel right now, okay? It feels like maybe you're going to puke or your stomach's going to turn or your heart's broken or maybe you have severe anxiety thinking about it. Okay, we're going to look that fear of whatever in the face, that fear of it ever happening again, that fear of feeling that emotion, whatever. We're going to look that feeling right in the fucking face and we're going to own it. We're going to own it. We're going to own those feelings. We're going to own that moment in time. We, we're just going to own it, okay? Process it. I know it feels like crap, and if you need to pause and maybe take a moment, go smoke a cigarette, have a couple deep breaths, pour yourself a glass of wine, I don't care. I'm not going to judge you. Own it. Process it. Grieve it. Now come back. Come back to where you are at this at this physical present moment. I want you to open your eyes, look at your hands, wiggle your toes. Where are you? Where are you right now? Where are you sitting? Where are you listening to this? Where are you? Okay. Notice you're not in that episode that was just playing in your head. You're not. You're right here where I am right now. I'm sitting at my vanity in my bedroom in my bathrobe with my microphone stacked up on a couple books so you guys get good audio, okay? And I know a lot of people that have a hard time with dissociating or maybe coming back after meditation if you wear bracelets, hair ties, rubber bands, if you're in Pittsburgh, gum bands on your wrist, flick it. Get back into your body. I'm not promoting self-harm by any means, but sometimes like I just need snap back into it. You know what I mean? Just slap me in the forehead. Here we go. Come back. Okay, where are you? Come back. Don't let that moment consume you. And this is the issue that I have personally with trauma and karma. 
Okay, I base a lot of my decisions today off of what happened fucking 25 years ago. Okay, it's not 25 years ago. It is 2022. I'm not that girl. I am this woman today. That feeling, that moment, do not let it consume you. I have gone to places in my head where I have let it consume me and it has taken me much longer to process the trauma than it should have. I'm trying to give you guys a little bit of my personal experience and also what I've channeled to help you get through anything traumatic you may be experiencing at this time. I know the episode was called Rumors, but we're all over the place here. Welcome to my fucking podcast. Here we are. So... That moment, okay, I want you to make an observation of the experience. I want you to make a note of how you felt and how you feel right now. Thinking about it and then coming back into your body, coming back into the moment, how do you feel? Are you still alive? Are you still breathing? I hope so. And if you are, that's fucking awesome, okay? Now, I want you to congratulate yourself because you just traveled back in time while healing trauma. And I know it sounds so silly, like we time traveled, big fucking deal. Our minds create our reality and our perception of our reality determines how we feel about a lot of things. So if you can travel back in time and visualize and heal that and come back to earth and come back to the moment, it is powerful shit, guys. It is powerful. Okay, so take a couple deep breaths, come back, and I just want you to listen for a few minutes to my example of my traumatic event and how I'm going to bring you through it and come back to myself and not let the moment consume me because I can. I want to speak specifically about the day that I got the phone call that my dad passed away and many of you that listen to my podcast know my story, know me personally, maybe even knew my dad at one point. My dad died of a... um, of a drug overdose. It's hard for me to announce that on a public forum because it's not necessarily my story to tell. It's his, but he's no longer here. So he died of a drug overdose. And my moment in time, one of my most horrific traumatic moments was getting the phone call that he had passed away. Okay. And without getting into the ugly details of it, I was shopping. Um, I was by myself. My mother had my daughter and I was just so fucking happy to be grocery shopping, like, un- unsupervised. I felt like I was on top of the world. And I got that phone call, and it quickly shattered my world, like, very quickly. And I think back to that moment where I got the phone call, and I was in Aldi, and I was standing in that aisle of random shit that, like, we all love. It's like TJ Maxx in the middle of the grocery store. It's wonderful. Excuse my uh, my beeping. I'd say I'd edit that out, but I probably won't, to be honest. Fuck it. So uh, I was in Aldi, and I was in the uh, useless section of shit, you know, and I got that phone call, and I remember standing there looking around at all the things in the aisle just to kind of, like, keep myself in my body because I felt like I was just going to lose my whole fucking mind at that point. And I was looking at all the like knickknacks and all the price tags and all the colors and all the things. And that was something that I learned through conventional therapy with grounding, bringing yourself back in the moment. And it's a practice I used to use when I was in the salon and I would be touching somebody and doing their hair. touch. That sounds terrible. But as a hairdresser, like you're licensed to touch people. So I have my hands on people and here I am, this healer I didn't even know. You know, and I'm touching people and I'm absorbing their energy and I'm feeling all these things 
on top of what they are telling me, what they're confessing to me. Like if you've ever been or worked in a salon, it gets it gets wild, okay? So I would practice grounding exercises because I have to stand here with this person. I have to listen to them. I have to talk to them. I have to engage with them. But like the stuff that they're telling me is just yucky and gross. Some of these people were carrying attachments. Some of these people were carrying shit. Like it was just unbelievable. So I would do grounding exercises where I would notice um, what color um, what color shoes they have on or how many how many bristles can I count on my comb, you know, or just different things, meticulous little detail-oriented observations, but it would keep my mind busy enough to, A, be able to process what this person's telling me, B, keep me calm enough that I can keep a straight face when they're telling me that they just had an affair after 27 years of marriage or whatever it was, you know, and C, not freak out, you know, be supportive. I think a lot of times healers, we attract people that are so broken and so damaged because we have such an innate gift um, to be open and to share our open heart with people. And the majority of us also have a very um, direct line to the divine. We have a, uh, it's easy for me to pray for people, okay? Um, even if I can't fucking stand them, I'll pray for you because I don't want to deal with it in my conscious mind, you know? So when people come to me and they're all fucked up and they're damaged and they're telling me all this stuff and they're like, I don't even know why I'm telling you this because you need me to pray for you, you know? I like to pray for people. I like to pray for people that I don't necessarily like, and um, I think it helps everybody involved. So that is my example of the traumatic event. But lately, okay, it's getting very close to my father's anniversary of that day that he died, that phone call that I got. So a couple weeks prior to his anniversary, I start to get very nostalgic. I start to reflect. I think about that moment, but I also think about, like, the moments in time where it was just my dad, you know, he was just a normal guy going to work and I was just being a kid, you know, um, and I try not to let that, that anniversary or that period of time dictate how I feel and how I behave in present time because I can let it consume me. I can let that grief and that loss and that sadness, you know, that little girl who misses her daddy. I can let that little girl run the fucking show, you know, and today that's not appropriate. I have a little girl and I'm not saying it's not appropriate to feel and grieve. Obviously it is. That's why I do what I do, but not to the point where it is consuming every single thought in my head and it's consuming all the things that I do. You know, I don't, I don't want to live like that. I want to be resilient. I want to rebound. I want to, um, have, dignity and grace and strength as I walk through life because like we all get handed shit life beats the crap out of all of us in some way shape or form we all have our struggles but I think about that moment in time when I was at the grocery store and I was going to check out you know I was in shock I didn't know what was going on and I went to check out and there was a woman in front of me in line and she was so kind so kind and um, sometimes I think God puts his soldiers out on foot you know we see all the evil that work walks the earth right now and it's so obvious but I also see instances where God puts his foot soldiers on the ground to help us get through some of those worst moments you know fuck 
what they heard. Fuck that version of you, okay? So I can't even imagine if that woman at the grocery store is kind and beautiful as of a, of, a, of a soul that she was. If that was our first encounter and we became friends, okay? So I think of all the moments in my life where I was just trying to get through life. I was just trying to make it through one moment to the next, whether I was surviving from addiction, I was surviving through medication, I was surviving through institution, being institutionalized. I mean, it's just been a wild ride. I haven't had a boring life and I'm grateful for my experiences. But the people that I encountered during some of those, some of those instances weren't in my best interest you know we we can attract good and we can attract bad based off of what we're going through in our mindset and our perspective and if I'm thinking oh my god this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me and I stay in that vibration for years I'm going to attract a lot of shit and I think at some point there is a grace period we do need to feel it and process it and grieve through it but for me if I hang on to it for too long and I don't keep moving I grant that traumatic event the ability to consume my mind and I let in I it's a crack in your in your soul in my soul and that can allow all kinds of shit to fly in okay and without getting too weird I'm just gonna leave it at that but fuck what they heard fuck that version of you and I say that in the most lovingly way possible if somebody doesn't like you based off of how they found you during a traumatic event or another example is, you know, my mom would always say friends come and go. They seem to come and go at like the most inopportune times. Like I just have a baby and I need support from my girlfriends and they're two-faced bitches, you know what I mean? And they fucking bail on me and I find out, oh, these friends really weren't my friend because now I have nothing to offer them. You know, I have nothing to offer them because right now my energy is going into this new baby and I have nothing to offer these people and they don't want anything from me anymore. And that is a hard pill to swallow, my friends. It is a hard pill to swallow. However, these moments in time, they form us. Those moments don't embody us. They don't define us. I'm not defined by my experiences in life. Those experiences help shape me and mold me into the woman that I am today and hopefully into the woman that God wants me to be if those two things align. And that's what I try to do. Line up with the woman and the vision that I have of myself of who God wants me to be, okay? These moments are made to change us. They change us to the very fiber of our being, to the core of our soul. And I talked a little bit about soul fragmentations and all that other stuff, and I'll get into that at some point. But those moments in time are meant to shape us, and they're meant to shift us. They're meant to change us, you know. And if you look at um, scans of the brain after grief or just any kind of like, I don't get real deep into the science part of it because I spent so long being under the microscope, but it is interesting. Molecularly, grief and trauma and all those things change us at such a deep level, cellular cellular level, okay? The problem is sometimes it's horrifying. Sometimes it is really, really messy. And those whom we encounter during those worst times, whether they were a stranger at the store or a friend or a family member who stayed or went, I want you to honor them, bless them, forgive them, and forgive yourself, okay? Because that version of you no longer exists. This one right here, that one, go look in the mirror, the one sitting right in front of you, the one that you can look at, touch, okay, this is the version of you. This one does. This version of you 
exists today. So come back to yourself in this present day because the person right now is not that person. We're not shaped by our past, okay? It just helps form us. Come back to yourself, okay? You get to decide from here on out what you want your life to look like, who you want to include in it. And this is true manifestation and embodiment. You are worthy of good things. I am worthy of good things, okay? You are worthy of a life that you believe you deserve. I am worthy of a life that I believe I deserve. If I believe I deserve shit, then I'm probably going to get shit. But if I believe in my heart truly that I am worthy of good things because I am a good person and I'm doing my best, honestly, then I deserve a good life, okay? If I need to do better, then I do better. But I can't do better until I know better. Treat yourself better allow more stay open okay this is healing this is an alternative practice ancient knowledge ancient wisdom it's all hidden in plain sight guys I'm not making this shit up you know it's all hidden in plain sight and um it's weird it's real weird it's weird shit guys but hey welcome to season two I want to wrap up this episode by thanking you first and foremost for listening. And if you made it to this point, honestly, thank you. It still blows my mind that we're in season two for one. And there's people that like like listening to me because, I mean, honestly, sometimes I can't stand the sound of my own voice. So I am so honored and, and grateful when people enjoy my, my content. I try to keep my recordings as short and to the point as possible. However, I'm going to I'm going to put a little plug on here, okay? You can shut it off if you want. I don't care at this point. I got I got the message out, but I would be so honored and I would be so grateful if you gave me a rating on whatever app you're listening to me from. Okay? So, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or straight on Anchor. Also, if you're feeling called to, I would love if you could share my content with somebody that you love or maybe somebody that you don't like. Maybe you don't like my podcast. Send it to somebody you don't like. Whatever. And uh, share it with someone who may need to hear the message that I put out because a lot of us are so fucking traumatized from God and church and like the world right now that they need to hear somebody that maybe is just as crazy as them that they can relate to, you know. And that's what I try to do. I try to heal out loud. So you guys don't have to suffer in silence. I, I'm so grateful to be standing in this role, okay? And I stepped into this role having absolutely no idea what it would look like. I had no idea how to podcast. I didn't know what the microphone, I didn't know anything, okay? And after getting so much love and support on season one, I, I'm over the moon and excited to be sharing more content and bringing you more information in season two. And I also have to let you guys know that the majority of my updates and other content can be found on my Instagram page. It's at PSKeepIt100. I've already been on there posting stuff. I got flagged for putting the hashtag feet on one of my posts. I broke a guideline. So, I mean, really, I'm off to a good start already. So please, again, if you feel called, give me a follow. Subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. Leave a comment, good or bad. I don't care. What it does, though, is it allows my podcast to be more visible and more easily found, and I want my word to reach whoever it can help, honestly. It's not about ego or popularity for me. I just want to help people, and I know a lot of people are struggling right now, and maybe my podcast could help, you know? 
I just want you guys to pass it on if you feel called to, and I'm grateful. I just need some help. That's all. So let's get this thing moving. I'm done reading. I know it sounds salesy. We're all over it. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for honestly being fucking cool enough to be here and to listen to me and to give me the motivation and the support that I need to keep going. Like you guys, sometimes I'm feeling real crazy about all of this and you breathe life back into me and I'm so grateful for the support and the love that I've been shown. Okay. I love you guys so much. Thank you again. Welcome to season two. I hope you fucking love it.